Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to review everything that happened on last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2. But Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup that we complete for the Blake quiz, of course. Folks, I think we are back. <laughs> on WrestleCoach. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to review last night's NXT. I mean, it never went away for me, but for you, the power's back. Absolutely, yeah. I uh, have taken the wisdom of some uh, wrestling fans that I've noticed have gotten into making spreadsheets to rank their favourite things in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, Many a year consider that really lame, but no longer <laughs> because I made my own one at the start of 2024 because I didn't want to just have, um, same as Sage, I like a bit of recency bias, but at the end of the year, it's often too easy. But like We talked about AEW in 2023 in broad terms. Maybe like loads of it was great and I've just forgotten it. And it's just called, did I like the show? <laughs> and I keep a log of every show I've watched with the date, with the highs and lows and a little Y and a little N. And NXT got its first Y. Last night, it re- that was the power coming back after a two-week vacation. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't feel like I was getting quite the right mix of good wrestling, bad wrestling. Yeah, a lot of wrestling was on NXT for a while. And you want both. You want good and bad wrestling. And the NXT brand of sports entertainment that is different to the Raw and SmackDown brand. Mm-hmm. And it just gave me everything. Two wonderful hours last night. Loads of it garbage, but I want that. <laughs> I wa- like, I earnestly want that from my NXT. That show sucked. <laughs> the show is terrible. This I'm worried episode. about. I don't think you've got the. You don't have the joy for the the nonsense of NXT anymore. Do no, you? not really. The show's terrible, and I find it excruciating to watch. <laughs> I'm glad. Look, look, look. I'm glad we've developed lore around it mm. and this dense. Dense and penetrable web of in jokes <laughs> and lore. I need it. I need it. Because the show is unwatchably bad. It's just so bad. Like, it's just the irony. Drives me insane. Like, it drives me insane. This is an industry that's often too stupid to function. It's the discourse surrounding it. 
And like not just the discourse like on X and the stupid conversations, but the analysis of it is absolutely stupid. It's the sheer intense irony of, with one exception, and that exception was a pretty bad big man match. Every single match on this show was a, rub- uh, it was a spot fest that was either bad, reckless, or just common garden of variety stuff, mm. right? And just the sheer irony of WWE doing its own homogenized, samey, in-house version of a eight, nine-year-ago PWG match and calling it NXT and developmental, and that's what these wrestlers are now trained to do. It's like, do you not... It's just this crap. And it's ironic that this artless slop of every match in the same rhythm and the same moves and the same sequences and no build and no limb work and no variety. And it, this is WWE. The other ones are meant to be spot fests. <laughs> yeah, They're all spot fests. That's not, what they are. It's not on trend, the in-ring on NXT, is it? It's not, it's not trendy. It's not like the cut like, it's not the it's cutting like edge a, of anything. It's like a soulless version of an... A, a soulless, homogenized, heavily ironic version considering what the values WWE espoused for years. We're not taking time. Look <laughs> around. Tell a story. They're all spot fests. It's why you need more of them out of the ring. Like the vignettes on NXT rarely miss. Mm. But the matches so often do. So it's why you need more... Wrestlers like down the ranch or in chase you or getting in the mix with the anything. mafia. I do. I, like I need and want it from a Tuesday, most definitely. Oh, like yeah. it's, I don't like. I'm sure these wrestlers, many of them that might not be having the best matches of their lives or yeah, spot fests of very samey feeling back and forths on TV. I'm sure one day they might develop into a character that has their own wrestling Chacho. identity. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. They might develop in-ring-wise into the, this wrestler has their own like in-ring identity that can one day be applied to something on Raw, SmackDown, maybe elsewhere away from WWE. But I don't really want to watch <laughs> them do that. They can do that in the PC in their own time. They should be hosting chat shows on television. Like, that's mm-hmm. very much what I want, more than I want the matches so often. And this year's lent way too hard into the matches. And... Felt like we got away from that a little bit this week. And when we didn't, I didn't care much for the in-ring, but I liked the booking. I loved every single bit of it, as always. Uh, Let's dive into uh, this sensational show. Uh, It opened with another match in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, a quarter-final match between Trick Mellow Gang and our boys Malik Blade and Idris Anofi. Really fun opener. Was Uh, it? I wasn't having much fun when I nearly watched a man die, mate. (laughs) But, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um... Blade and uh, Mello start things off, the back and forth drop kicks, etc. It all breaks down, and there's some mad flip dives to take us to a break from Blade and Anofe um, with, yeah, a slightly scary spot. But Trick Williams made, made sure it was all fine. So yeah, man almost died. Two weeks in a row where there's been a WWE spot that could appear on that morbid knowledge Twitter page <laughs> on, the, on the For You section. This, uh, is, uh, this is pro wrestling. This is not real. Look what they do to their necks. <laughs> like, Trick deserves all the credit in the world. Yeah. yeah. That was terrifying, that trajectory. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, we come back, Mello's in trouble. He gets out of a belly-to-back suplex, though, brings in Trick, who just runs wild. He uh, rock-bottoms uh, Malik Blade for a two-count. It all breaks down. In amongst all this, I had to ask you what technically the term was for it. We settled on uh, Malik Blade hitting a Spanish fly DDT yeah. in amongst all this. Really cool. Uh, and Blade hit a top rope elbow for a two-count on Trick Williams. Uh, Inofe also did a big frog splash 
on Mello to look like they had the match one, but Trick dives in to save it at the last second. In the end, Anofa gets chinned, flying through the air. Code breaker from Mello. The flash knee from Trick Williams gets the one, two, three for Trick Mello gang to advance to the semi-finals. Really like the inclusion of uh, Trick and Mello in this Dusty Cup, the booking of it, the stuff that's later to come. Uh, like I'm rooting for them. Uh, like, and you would have thought they would, but I'm rooting for them all the more to make the final for how Vengeance Day looks, mm. as if it might go down. Genuinely interested in like the characters and where we're headed there. Um, I'm mostly with Sid on the match, but I will say this: uh, Anofi and Blade always very kindly tagged them as like our boys. Like, yeah, so I love them. Podcast faves, but I think a lot of that was from they had like a, a nice baby faces on the come up run in the Dusty Cup last year. Yeah. And they just like had a couple of poppers in the backstage promos. There was like and the toxic attraction stuff. Yeah, the toxic attraction back. stuff. They had these awesome bodies that they would just sit out oiling them. And it was like <laughs> this is part of the NXT we like. And then in ring wise, it's just it's just matches. But backstage, they've virtually disappeared in that regard. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of them in ring. No, there's not been much chance to see more of that stuff that was so entertaining. Um, and I wonder if that's just because they've been having to learn to wrestle instead. And then you get a match like this where at least they they didn't look like sort of developmental noobs or anything. No. It was just, I just thought it to be just pretty passable back and forth wrestling that I see too much of in a week. I had nothing nasty to say about it, but nothing that nice. Um, so maybe we get back, maybe now with them getting a bit more of a profiled spot, we get back to the funny backstage stuff. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to stand a better chance of getting them over. It was just a spot fest that was soulless when it wasn't terrifying. Like Dusty Rhodes tights. Mm, polka dot, yeah. Yeah. Thought you'd like that. Um, Not because I, like, it's, an NXT star paying tribute to Dusty Rhodes. Well, no, it just, it just looks good. Yeah. Like, you know, that's why Weird, like with, with no context. And fair enough, I was like a not particularly discerning young child. I looked at Dusty Rhodes on Silver Vision video and thought, what a, oh, I love that aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love his theme. And then you read later, like years later, when you first get on Adobe C and they tell you, that's Vince Berry and Dusty. And then you have to change your mind and pretend you never liked it. Making a fool out of him. <laughs> Can't believe they're bringing over Cowboy Dusty from that, like, Ric Flair match. I don't even love that much. And they've turned him into a joke. To this day. Might have told the story before. To this day, whenever, I, like, my parents come round or I go and visit me mom and dad, and, like, how's the job going, all the rest of it. It's like, he used to love, uh, I'm just a common man. My mom just sings it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole uh, thing was great. Yeah, it's one of, the thing fa- was great. It's one of my favorite songs. Dusty and Sapphire was a great act. Not watch SummerSlam 90 from there. Philadelphia Spectrum when he can't find Sapphire. He's absolutely heartbroken because Ted DiBiase's like just taken her away. I got a feel for this man <laughs> and his polka dots. <laughs> Gets his ass kicked by Randy Savage. Yeah, bad night for the duster. Yeah. Uh, Fallon Henley's backstage. Gets asked about the Battle Royals. She said, "Look, we had fun last week and we all did, um, but tonight it's down to brass tacks. Uh, she has to get through another 19 women. It's going to be chaos." She's down for it, though. She is the top shelf of NXT. Of course, she's here to remind us of all of that. Uh, and she's going to put her boots on and make it to the final four. Final four, three words. Yeehaw, bitch. Yeah. Put a bitch on the end of anything in wrestling, and it will uh, get over. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Elektra and Lola are walking through backstage. Uh, they can't wait to take out the champ and Tatum. Um, and they're going to go on and... and Electra's going to win the Battle Royal and make it a triple threat match, basically, for Vengeance Day. That's the big plan. Yep. Um, but whilst they're discussing this, a, bla- uh, a blind slides up from a door, and there's Tatum Paxley. <laughs> and she says, I don't think you are going to win tonight, actually. I'm going to win the Battle Royal, so no one can challenge my Lyra. And they go, bit weird. Yeah. There it and is. I- there's my NXT right there, baby. And again, it's 
So they work with uh, Tate and Paxley every week. Mm -hmm. And I love I love the rules where you've we've seen so many weirdos and people that shouldn't exist on Earth. Mm -hmm. We said before, like uh, somebody's you should call the authorities. Somebody can shoot fly. Yeah, I know. like this is massive for humanity as we know. Yes. No, no, no. Like tap leg and goo comes out. Stop everything. <laughs> like this is huge <laughs> for science. But unless they appear in your orbit, it's never been a mm -hmm. thing. So Tate and Paxley's arrived in their world now, and they're like, oh god. He's, She's screaming me out. It's like, well, I, she's been doing that to me for several weeks, and I watch the show too. You're not aware of her. I love it. And they all look out in the same gym. And it's stupid. It's look, stupid, and it, I feel stupid when I'm watching it. Wouldn't it be great now? I feel like I've just got no value. Now that the NXT characters have got such ridiculous Malibu Stacey with the new hat gimmicks, like they're sort of defined by the clothes they wear because they're so attached to the gimmick. Like, Fallon Hanley's got the bar towel that she uses for the mm -hmm. engine and that sort of stuff. You know, when they used to have, like, the performance center, um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair had a really good one. The trainee's doing drills, and Becky's there to do a, a seminar or whatever, then Charlotte attacks her, and they're just... And it's, I'd love it if you got that. But now that rather than the proper the performance set t-shirts, they're all in gimmick. Yeah. Because they live that life, but they still have to do their drills. Yes. And then you just see them in their various like different gimmicks, but in the middle of a like sort of Thursday afternoon or something. I want, you know, when they do the we've just signed so and so and they're all in the grey t-shirts. I want instead of that, grey t-shirts, but a video and they have to put their hand in the mystery box and whatever <laughs> they pull out is their gimmick, like police hat. Oh, guess what? You're a police officer now. Oh, you're a painter, you pulled out a paintbrush. Considering that's the actual process, why not put it on camera? Yeah. I know. Here comes North American champion, new North American champion, Obafemi. Uh, he says on the mic, knows many of us are surprised to see him as North American champion, but the truth is this was foretold. As soon as he was born, he was predicted to be omnipotent and the embodiment of a war leader. He was tested as a young Nigerian prince. He destroyed his opposition. He was tested as a D1 athlete and he made his own uh, made it his own by winning title after title and championship after championship. The goal's still the same. He dropped three men in the breakout tournament and Dragon Lee last week. And now with the title, he has the divine right to rule over us all. And he's going to crush anyone that stands in his way. Out comes Dragon Lee, um, obviously, uh, after what happened last week. And he said, look, I can't be mad about what you did last week. Uh, fair play. No one in WWE history has made such an impact. And I mean... <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? But holding the title is significant because it represents opportunity, and hopefully he can give that opportunity to others uh, like it was given to him and like Wesley did before him. Uh, how about we continue the tradition of the Open Challenge, and how about I face you for that title tonight? And Obi says, no, the Open Challenges are closed. And if and he's like, all right, can I have my rematch at Vengeance Day? And he says, you don't get to decide this anymore, Dragon Lee, but I'll consider it, and he leaves him. I really enjoyed this in the same way that I've been enjoying Oma Femi's matches. In that, even though you know he's being like told to do certain things mm -hmm. as everybody does them, he's got this uh, style that looks like he's never been coached, and we know that's really valuable in WWE. He was delivering some of these lines that were a bit grandiose mm -hmm. and a bit over the top, but again, there was like the the fans like created his own version yeah. of like a what chant, like there was an immediate call and response, and he rolled with it and yep. immediately built it into what he was saying and he would just stop and there was like such a glint in his eye it, like that even when he was delivering this stuff that would have otherwise sound stupid again it just felt like he hadn't been coached it was like it's like is every single word of this a complete shoot and they've said go out there and say what you like <laughs> even though i know what you're saying is yeah. a bit daft uh there's just maybe it'll wear off but i just think there's like he's just glowing can't take my moment. eyes off it. yeah he's just glowing to me at the moment like over femi I, just, I i can't wait to see what he does next i don't care what might go wrong i He's just, there are a few wrestlers I want to watch. Something might go wrong. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. There are a few wrestlers I want to watch 
as much as Oberfemi mm. by in my wrestling week. Also, I don't know much about my uh, athletics or other wrestling outside of AEW and WWE. Um, once you win the C2, is that when you enter the D1? <laughs> Have a message? Not really. D1? I'm like, maybe Eddie mm. Kingston can get to the Oberfemi level. <laughs> um, I overwritten garbage. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> overwritten. Oberfemi. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Disagree. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Hope's in the Suck back. I like him knocking jack. the tires on that as well. Yeah, no. no. I'm not doing that. I'm not an idiot. idiot. Look at me. I'll squash you any day of the week, but I'm not doing it now. Come Only is the buzzing of flies to overfit me. <laughs> Eddie Thorpe's in the back. There's Hank. There's Tank. There's loads of others. Congratulate on him winning NXT Underground, of course. He says, I had to stand up for my culture. And in comes Trey Bearhill and says, thank you for, for representing us. And uh, they do the classic WWE thing that I know you love, Sage. Trey, right? Yeah, Trey Bearhill. And they talk about where they're from. Um, and then they talk about other people like bloody Dijak and Lexis King trying to tear them down. And who you'll never guess who comes in. It's Dijak. Gets a bit out of line, let's be honest. Uh, and he says, you know, has he taught you that? Da, da, da. Um, well, you, you say your culture taught you everything. Didn't teach you when to quit. And it sets up a match for tonight. I love Dijak, man. I like him. I like Dijak. I like this. Like the acting is just abysmal. It looks so stupid. The match but was not... Well, we'll get there. Trey Bearhill is like his uh, animalistic qualities is a man spotting that uh, Butch is no longer a dog. <laughs> like, I think a slot has opened up <laughs> and a man called Bear's going to fill it. Um, Trick Mello are celebrating winning backstage. And Mello's like, yeah, we're going to go all the way to the finals. But then who should turn up, Sige? But a man in his own words who is... Uh, Oh, you're dragging off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very entertaining. Oh. Uh, he says, uh, sorry about the whole New Year's Evil thing. I did want to have a fight, but they wouldn't bloody clear me. But I'm cleared now, and you deserve your title match on a big stage. How about me and you for the title of Vengeance Day? And Ilya leaves and Trick's absolutely buzzing. And Mello's like, that's when the Dusty Cup finals are. And he's like, how can I forget? Love this. Love this. It's not bad, this, it's if you like good. it. So you've got, like, the semi-final next week. The if and when there's a bit of a miscommunication. They'll win. They're going to make the final. But if and when there's a miscommunication, Mello's like, ah, oh, I get it. Like, you're not as arsed about this anymore because mm. you've got your precious title match. But, of course, they are going to have the thing. I could think they're going to win the whole thing. It's probably going to be in the opener. And... Trick's going to get injured, or Mello's not going to save him at some point, so he's already going to go in here. It's really good stuff for building to this. Uh, still don't know why it was abandoned, Trick versus it. Maybe somebody had this idea, and it's not oh, screw him. Right, but we never got the Trick Ely match, much better here. Um, it's the Joe Ballard comparison, when they went on to win the cup, and there was a, when's he going to turn? When's he going to mm-hmm. turn? When well, he look, he scratched my back. Yeah? Just the, no, on the right shoulder blade, down, right a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> That's done. What? Yeah, it's fine. That's good. I'm now comfortably proceed with the podcast yeah. now. Yeah, this booking's good. This booking's good. Trick Williams potentially doing double duty. Oh. Double duty. Could really, really babyface him very nicely. And then... He doesn't need help in that regard, does he, either? But no, no, no. But, you know, every little helps. I thought you were going to say, like... Tesco might... gimmick. No, not everything has to be a oh. gimmick, Adam. Supermarket worker <laughs> as a wrestler. Club card. Shelf stacks. Because <laughs> we see a second line of work. So Trick Williams, right, can do the bulk 
of the he can be the face in peril mm-hmm. in the tar- in the Dusty Cup final at Vengeance Day, right? And maybe he wants to gut it out when Carmelo's like, come on. Like Brett Owen, but with the right intentions yeah. from tricking the But the other things, they had right intentions. Mm-hmm. Um did Brett? He's a great guy. And then Trick unfortunately just cannot, cannot make that tag. And despite a valiant effort, a valiant, valiant effort, he, he has to tap or he gets beat. Then he's he gonna be all right um, to face Ilya in the main event. I'll step in for you. This is Carmelo Hayes. I'll mm. step in for you. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then Carmelo's like, okay. Again, he's kind of carrying an injury. He's, he gets the near fall of a lifetime over Ilya, but he just, again, kind of get it done. And Carmelo's like, well, nah. Beat you up. And then have the match at WrestleMania. I think, see, this is when you know you're on, you've got an exciting angle on your hands. I think they win the match because I think the heels they defeat create your own singles match off the back of that. They're going to have the perfect heels to fight. We'll get to them later. I think they win, and there's this whole Trick Mellow gang are better than ever, and that's when Mellow turns. Mm-hmm. Trick, Trick finally thinks he can trust him. Absolutely. It's always been a bit afraid of late, and now, no, look, they've gone on and they won a tournament together. He does have his best interest. There'll be a tease in the match. But, but why would Carmelo want to beat him up after they've won the cup? Because the well, cup. Maybe, maybe Trick Because they've got a title shot for winning the cup. They get a tag about the title shot, but he doesn't want that. He's only ever wanted the singles. Uh, he's only ever wanted the singles. Maybe title. Trick wins the world title as well. Yeah, he might be going up to the main roster. Might he? Is that a report? That's no, just made up. Um, make it up. We make it up about all of them every week. Yeah, well, they're all all good enough to go up to the main roster and, and be absolute stars in my mm-hmm. eyes. So, um, well, three separate scenarios. Yes, exactly. That's, that tells you that they've got something right with this. That tells you you're Shawn Michaels yet again. Oh, he's cooking. When is that? Observer Award going to drop mm. middle of January. Is it? Is that when it when when have we got a date for this? I don't Late know, but I January, really, really want do it the, again. I really, really want the conversation when down, right? Yeah. <laughs> if and when Tony Khan wins, like I cannot wait to <sighs> read the chat. I think it's going to be incredible if he if he does it. Uh, it's, it's it's one of those. It's going to be a go to day on X. Yeah. <laughs> In any kind of permutation, kind of, yeah. Oh, let, oh no, it, a bloody. Friggin' um, what's Dave that? will disown. You'll say that nah, if it was up to me, we'd do Triple H. Yeah. Who was there? One. Um, was it CMLL? Like, like they've had like some really big numbers at the like massive gates this year and stuff. Oh, and proper resurgence last yeah. year in this. I what if he wins because like the Observer readers could not bring themselves to vote Triple H or Sean, but also were too discerning to vote Tony Khan. And then they pretended like, that they yeah, like yeah. to watch CMLL. It's going to be CMLL, actually, for business reasons. I think. I think uh, real resurgence for the biggest wrestling brand in Mexico. Some bad news the for you. The oldest promotion the in oldest. the world. I might say the uh, huge resurgence for the market leader. For the sleeping giant. The sleeping giant. The sleeping giant has arisen. Some bad news. Uh, good luck to Triple what H. What is the bad news? Well, judging by this, it's late February that they oh drop. What's the point? What is the point? Frigging Dave counting counting like manual posting votes, isn't it? He's like, <laughs> it's all digital now. It's all dig. Oh, gone are the days of the little weird confusing all date in thing, confusing date thing that I can never understand. If this is your third issue, there's uh, only one issue remaining. And right, <laughs> yeah, and then it's like um, this observer's dated. 
when? <laughs> Did he call Hulk Hogan at Bash of the Beach 96 or not? I can never freaking tell. He claims he does. I'll take his word for it. I'm so envious of Americans that just, like, got it through the post. Like, getting your Observer off the mailman, opening your mailbox at the bottom of your mm. street, and the freaking wrestling Observer's in there instead of junk mail or farm food vouchers. It's <laughs> <laughs> Observer Day. Uh, then it was time for Lara Valkyrie and Tatum Paxley versus Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Um, matching gear. Matching gear. Matching wings. And Lyra Valkyrie asked to act as if she's met Tatum Paxley for the first time. Like, she's got her wings on. Yes, she's frigging in love with you and obsessed with you. We know this. She didn't until this moment. What are you doing? Take them off. You're shocked. <laughs> she's been creeping around you for a month. It's crap. Uh, I hate it. Tatum Paxley isolated for large parts of this match. <laughs> they build to the Lyra Valkyrie hot tag. She runs wild uh, until Paxley makes a blind tag after Valkyrie gets cut off. Uh, leaps into the ring with a high cross. Gets uh, Valkyrie and Vice get into it. Uh, but uh, Tatum Paxley saves Valkyrie at the last second. She pushes her out of the way. Eats the roundhouse kick for her. Uh, but the legal people are Tatum Paxley and Electra Lopez. So Paxley gets knocked out. And collapses on top of Electra Lopez, who's down. One, two, three. She wins the match for the team. Yeah. Uh, silly. So I loved it. Um, and I like the... The finish was so stupid. And oh, I love this finish. It was really clever. Finish was really stupid. And that's why I liked it. So they see we're half... Yeah, yeah. We're all um, different views. I, uh, different strokes. Different folks. The finish was really dumb. Different jobs. But this I... Uh, this, this, this continues. Finished really dumb, but I never want the show to be clever. Nah. Like, this was very, very silly, but it's one one of the wrestlers is a bird. <laughs> so, like, and I just don't care about the pin being silly. I like the, like, what we'd get with the heels later on as well. I, I just did not see any of this coming. Couldn't have predicted any of it. And thought, ah, cool. Mm-hmm. Something different to look at next week. There you go. Uh, this is Spot Fest, an absolutely atrocious finish with terrible storylines and to- terrible characters. Um, it's not good. It's great. The women uh, are excited in the back for uh, the number one contenders match in the main event. Um, and uh, was normal stream girl on here? Yes. Yes, yes. I, I, I popped. I can't remember what her name is now. Stevie Turner. Stevie Turner, Stevie Turner that's you it. You got it once wrong, Stevie Hunter. That was it. <laughs> but uh, they're all excited for the match. Uh, but Ariana Grace is doing her thing. You know my love for Ariana Grace. Um their vision is limited. She's is a wrestling it. promotion ending in T? <laughs> <laughs> Benny loves it. If it ends in T, I love it. If it starts with T, you love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's... What, the Fed? The Fed. <laughs> I was talking TNA. TNA. Ah, right. But also, yeah, The Fed. Come I, don't, on. I don't mind one with an E in it, but it must be at the end. You got it? <laughs> you ever heard of it? You ever heard of it? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ariana Grace, they're all like, I'm fed up with this. They all leave as she does this. Your vision is limited, girls. I'm going to outlast you all. I defeated Roxy last week. We didn't. Actually, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to win. I'm going to defeat Lyra. Tonight, I take one step closer to the ultimate crown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling with this itch. Back, back scratcher. <laughs> They all leave, and she says, thank you all, ladies, and realizes she's, she's alone. I love the gimmick. You must have felt pretty silly when you thought this battle role would be rubbish, Sitch. <laughs> pretty silly watching so this segment. W- like, interweave, like a web of stories. This How could I have been so naive? Like, yeah, yet again. Other companies just throw people out there and just, um, put 20 bodies in the ring, see what happens. This one, everyone's like in- interconnected. Like, what, like, NXT has answered. Such a knob. <laughs> NXT has answered one of my all-time favorite Sidgwick criticisms. 
the no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, already. It hasn't. Let me explain how. Uh, one of my all-time favorite things you said was the AW corridors. Yes. Interviews, lines of wrestlers. <laughs> like, stand above the building and look down, and you'll find a queue of wrestlers ready to interrupt their rivals. Yes. Love that. It was so easy to visualize Aye. for why these interviews continue to go the way they did. And XT were like, he's, he's right. We c- this can't happen. Put them all in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Stood awkwardly close together. Stood all next to each other in a line. Put them in there at the same time. It makes more sense. That's the indictment. <laughs> it it makes yeah. more it's sense. still pretty stupid. <laughs> and yet, it makes more sense. Well, you wanted your grapsage. Here it is. Ridge Holland versus Joe Coffey. Don't oh. sing my gag. <laughs> Very brief, this. Thank God. Ridge Holland is... Sorry, go on. I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on Ridge Holland after you recap. It was a, a, he's a box-like structure, isn't he? It was a horse fight. Uh, in the end, Holland uh, trapped his arms, took his head up with a clothesline. Gene line. said when the SummerSlam sign fell down. <laughs> Frigate. Frigate. Uh, hit his power slam finisher, got the one, two, three. Gallus immediately jumping after the bell. Uh, and they keep looking to see if anyone's going to come out and save Rich Holland. But as Joe Cobby said, no one's coming. You've got no mates. Beat the crap no, out no of him. No fans. That's what they should have done if they're like... W- Wheelston Raider. If like, if they're, they're a firm... The boys in a firm... You know, you soy. <laughs> you know, they've got that yeah, kind yeah. of aesthetic, don't you? Trying to mug me off in front of my pals. <laughs> you maggy little... <laughs> Football factory. Yes. Yeah. Um, I... This match was poor. And Ridge Holland is poor. Who's... What's Ridge Holland's so, name? So, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, he's just so, like, inflexible in his movements, isn't he? Mm. Like, uncoordinated. He's a rugby player, wasn't he? So he's probably, yes. like, trained to just, like, keep quite a, like, a strong stance. Yes. And you've got to, like, loosen up. So you've got to do the total opposite as a wrestler, and he's never, kind of, like, made that connection, has he? No, he's just... He could he's, become he's Ridge the Fridge in NXT, though. Cool yes. under pressure. Yeah. Unable to move. Nice. Rigid. Rigid. Who's his, like, basically, he needs, so obviously they're making a point that, you know, he's going to need some friends for this six-man, but he needs Maybe friends. he needs to go back to school. Well, he needs friends to stop himself being gallus, doesn't he? Because mm. he basically said he's like the one, he's a one-man gallus. Not uh, American gallus. Not American gallus. Sh- by the way, shout out to Brian. Oh, Brian Mickens. Yeah, uh, so great. Uh, like, bleary-eyed in the morning, I, I promised myself to return to it. Identified all the galluses for us. As what's that thing called? It says like chaotic neutral, yeah, yeah, chaotic yeah. good, all the different. I have to revisit this. I it's looked at it and I was like, tremendous. Oh, I'm too asleep for this to make sense. But good, neutral, and evil, chaotic, neutral, and lawful. Yeah. So you got uh, good, lawful, FTR, lawful, neutral, uh, Alpha Academy, lawful, evil, the Young Bucks, uh, good, neutral, Hank Tank, neutral, neutral, Gallus, <laughs> yep. neutral, evil, Rich Holland, chaotic, good. Blackpool Combat Club, uh, chaotic neutral, uh, the quarter catch crew. Yeah, at the moment, my least favorite of all the Galluses, I think. And chaotic uh, evil. Gallus are always the worst Gallus. I, I, at the moment, I think the no quarter catch crew are worse because I think one day we might have to worry about them becoming like a regular pushed presence, and we've we've done that with Gallus now. They're never going to get the belts back. Well, we're over the worst of the Gallus era. I'm so looking back. Regal son Gallus is the I think the impending threat. Chaotic Evil is the Hardys, by the way. Yes. like the fact that he's using an image from AW Rampage on that one. Well, of course. Well done, Brian. We're in front of, sorry, no, no. Where are your manners? Sorry. From the dimension of Rampage. We're entering the Gallus dimension. <laughs> Stand the pair of them. 
Like, I have to get over this. Like, this Hardy's thing. I have to get over it. Like, you know when you shield yourself from the horrors of real life through, like, your escapist pursuits and hobbies, and you probably get wound up about minor breaches of etiquette mm. rather than, like, vastly evil things going on in the What's world. What's happening to you right there in that moment, isn't it? So it's easy And it's just it's like... easier for you to confront, I guess, yeah. rather than to think about this awful stuff. I, 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 the Hardy Boys are my least favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Put me over on a podcast, Sage. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> NXT Anonymous. Um, oh, Yes. They're caught filming this time. Uh, Again. Sneak peek into the latest developments with JC Jane's scheme within Chase U. Uh, she's looking at some pictures on her phone. She's saying, these are bloody fantastic, these are. Uh, she says, thanks so much, ladies. The uh, work has only just begun. Good luck, Thea. Good luck, Carmen. I think Carmen Petrovich was helping that because she loves Chase U. She says, who doesn't love Chase U? Quite right, Carmen. Uh, wishes them good luck in the Battle Royal. And they all head off. But she asked Jasmine to hang back, saying she did a great job and asking her for some drinks. So, obviously, Jasmine and Thea are going to get embroiled in a bit of a fight for Jace's affections as JC has just snaked her way to the top of Chase U. Are they trying to tell us that this is a Calendar Girls deal? <laughs> I mean, I sure hope not, because uh, there was other pretty uh, prehistoric spanter on this show. Yeah. 
Uh, like, is that where this is going? Uh, it wouldn't. Given what was going on elsewhere, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. it would not surprise me one bit. We've had two weeks of... You kind of do this in the wake of Mandy Rose's exit, by the way. Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered something I need to say about uh, Booker T that we need to go back, sorry. but uh, I'll remind you of Booker T. Thank you. But yeah, that's two weeks now where it's NXT Anonymous, which, when you think about it, the optics are horrendous. JC hasn't invited people in to uh, see what this is, and some hidden camera pervert is being like, well, what have they in that window? <laughs> and then it keeps being, you be her on this picture, uh-huh. look at these pictures, they're amazing, the world's not ready for this. The whole, like We are supposed to be on the hook, and we are, for what is going on in these pictures, not because we're perverts, but because we want Chase you to be saved. Andre Chase later on said, let me read this yeah. verbatim, uh, she's our only hope, basically, I think it was. Save us, JC Jane, you're our only hope. Like this, uh, this feels that like whatever the twist is that it's uh, so NXT can be like, huh? See, you thought we were massive perverts. It is in fact dot dot dot. I just can't think of a dot 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 anymore. I don't know what they. You can't see their boobs. They're reading a textbook. Yes, that's camera girls, but with like with te- yeah, and stuff yeah, I it. yeah. Um, the what is it mortarboard that the mm. yeah. Anyway, uh, Booker T in the book uh, book book. I'm just a sexy, sexy book, book, sexy book. I hate no suck. It's funny you mentioned Booker T enjoying theme music. Book, because book. <laughs> did you catch him in the Trick Mellow entrance? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable scene. He's been doing this for ages. He's, it's, his, it's his thing. I've never noticed this oh, before. Oh, yeah. Has he been on this for a while? I've yep. never noticed. I've never noticed this before. So he was... So, like, uh, it's Trick and Mellow have got that, like, awkward mashup where it just, it's not even a mashup. It just drops into Mellow, drops into Trick. And every time Trick's, he's the happiest he's ever been in his mm-hmm. whole life. You think he was on DoorDash. He is absolutely buzzing <laughs> with, like, up that Trick, the whole deal. And then it cuts to Mellow's music, and he's like, oh, God, turn this f***ing sh- off. And then what that trick will come back and it's like, yeah, here we go. Let's go. And every time he forgets in about six seconds, his life's about to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like us with Natalia. Yeah. <laughs> Think, oh, Brett's back! <laughs> oh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> You'd think after 52 weeks a year, we'd realise. After 52 weeks of like, what, 15 years? <laughs> How long has it been? We've had that. We've had that. <laughs> Represent Natalia probably like 100 times more than we ever did Brett. Yes, in, in real time. I know. <laughs> Just goes to Kalani Jones. Kalani Jones warmed up in the back. Sorry. sorry. It's all right. I was watching. Melbourne. There was. <laughs> Up, down. Oh, God. Anna, Anna Louise is much despair. Shout out. Can you scratch <laughs> her? Huh? Can you scratch her back? Yeah. She like it? I think so. I don't think she does. <laughs> Tell Shout me she's lying to, uh, in the bedroom. Wait a second. <laughs> Carry on. Shout out to Queen of the Ring. Yes. Who uploaded a thing where she was like, my first video that I did was like reacting to the, all the Royal Rumble entrance in 2018 when she was there in person. Loads of, it was the Women's Royal Rumble, loads of surprises, so like loads of huge baps all night, that sort of thing. And then I can't remember if it was her or somebody she was with. I was watching the video. It's great. It's just people having the best time at this 2018 Royal Rumble. And then like Natalie's music hits. And bearing in mind, this is for like the Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> and there's enormous pop. And I was like, hey, Natalie, I, th- I thought it was Brett for a second. Why would he be in this match? But even with that history being made, in a, ma- in a place she kind of earns, it's like, Kalani Jordan's in the back. She's warming up for Royal Rumble. She said, uh, got a bit of chip on my shoulder. I broke out in 2023, but I'm breaking through this year. I'm tired of being told to be patient. In comes Brindley Reese, the new Simon Dean. Yeah. 
she's proper jazzed about this. She says, uh, you know, best luck out there. Uh, if it's not me, I hope it's you that wins it. The difference between try and triumph is a little bit of oomph. I like that. Um, <laughs> L-E-T-S-G-O. It's the worst television show I've ever seen in my life. Brinley is uh, such an awful name. Yes. Just love the energy. I've got real affinity with that. I like the try and the oomph bit as well. I'm just I'm saying Brinley's a terrible name. Mm. Um, Baron Corbin. Brian. Yeah. Yeah, some tinned hot dogs. You love those, though. I love the tinned hot dogs. I just have to drain the brine first. I don't, some people like like heat them in the brine in the pan. And I just think that's gross. Fresh water. <laughs> don't enjoy your hot dogs. <laughs> cooking, cooking. I'm like Sean, like <laughs> Sean Michaels. You're, you don't cook. You heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm. heat. I heat and eat. Unless it's crisps or cereal. Yeah. Or uh, the Cumberland sausage, because I've already bought that. Somebody's done the heating for me. <laughs> Straight in the bread. Lid. Cons- lid. Consume. Consume. Have a lid, you f- baby. Consume, fuel, go again. Powering myself for an afternoon of sitting down. Yeah, oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Still on, but I've got a message. Oh. It's... Michael Cole are the anonymous general manager. <laughs> oh, no, there's no metros, so... <laughs> <laughs> we currently have a points failure in the Pilo area. This is affecting trains between Pilo, South Shields, and South Hilton in both directions. Points failure, what are the uh, metros? Everton. Ooh, oh, topical. Yep, that's right. And maybe Forest. I don't know. I didn't read the whole story. No, no, no. Honestly, this country is so... Irreparably broken. So pinished, man. It's like honestly, it. It's, it shouldn't be allowed to be this pinished. No. <laughs> How is it this pinished? Every service has failed <laughs> dismally and profoundly. Andy Murray is running out of crocodile images to send me when I text him from the platform <laughs> and say, train's not coming. That's, that's me a minimum of 40 minutes later than yeah. what I intended to be. Why? Train just said no thanks. <laughs> train just, train stopped. <laughs> Train didn't make it to where I live, so nobody goes anywhere. Oh, cool. <laughs> I do. I sometimes, like, I look up and down the platform about the people. I'm, ve- like, I'm very fortunate, like, sort of we have the ability to, like, make hours up elsewhere, all sorts of stuff. But not everybody does. No, no, no. jobs where you're absolutely not, and it's incredibly stressful. And, like, I look up and down this platform, and I see us all there that have been waiting a minimum of 10 minutes, often in freezing conditions or rain, to then just be told no by a screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing else but that. We're all on our apps reading the same thing. This, this train is no longer in service. That's not a reason. That's a waste of the red text. That's yes. not a solution either. No. You could have just wrote, like, cancelled. You didn't need to tell me it was cancelled again. <laughs> and what do they all do? Where does, where does everybody... Like, a lot of them, I know what they do. Like, there's a, a shop that a lot of people make the same trudge you walk up to and go and get, like, a Mars bar at seven in the morning. Or make the best of this then, shall we? And then walk back again. But nobody wants to speak to anybody. So we all stagger our exits. It's, it's a... It's a Torrid state of affairs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's completely broken, this land. Thankfully, we have this excellent escapism to get back to. Uh, Baron Corbin's in the back. Yes, I great. love this team. That, you know what? Yes, come on. No, the chemistry's there. The material decided Even better. <laughs> no, the material's like, it's absolute Richard Keys banter, this. And he was loathsome. Yeah. And so are these. Yeah, but let's... Okay, let's just do the copy. Baron's talking about being a leader. Bron rushes in. He's like, 
what are we doing? You sent me said the interview was at half past. You text me. I've got the receipts here to prove it and everything. And Corbin's like, sure, doing the interview. Um, said, look, last last week my my partner was nervous, uh, so I picked up some of the slack. Um, and Bron's like, no. What Baldy's trying to say is, I was the leader actually, and I sent the bodies flying. I saved his ass, and the wolf dogs are on the hunt, and we're going to beat uh, Axiom. No. And and Nathan Frazier. When I'm cleaning windows. That's why he said Richard Keys because you could call his hands wolf dogs. Yes, correct, <laughs> correct. Cool, I'll like, get my frigging wolf dogs all over you. It's kind of thing he would say, isn't it? Or yeah. he was awful, wasn't he? Um, Feet up on the table. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm no, I'm no fan of Graham Souness, but he, like he looked appalled at that alone. Yeah, like, Richard Keys hadn't even started speaking and saying, "Feet down, you scumbag, you scruff." Like, and they were the, the players as well. Must have had that, like that wrestler thing. Who'd I mean, you ever beat? Yeah, I know. Like the, yeah. Keys ain't never taken a bump in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin's like, whoa, 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 what did you just say? And he goes back through it and he gets it. It's Wolf Dogs he's not happy about. And he's like, what is that name? How long is that taking you to come up with? And he's like, just three or four weeks. Corbin's like, we've only been a team for two. Great. Um, Brown says, it feels a bit longer. And I, I just came with it whilst I was thinking of us in the shower. And Corbin's not happy about him thinking of him in the shower. A bit of light homophobia yeah, is disgusting. This. So just it's ruined it for me, which is a shame. Because I thought Corbin's... Slow. Who's this guy? Yeah. Facials were great. Mm. Bron Breaker trying to suppress his enthusiasm for this cool team that he loves was great. And then that to ruin it yeah, it's with his shower bollocks. It was so jarring as well, isn't it? Because oddly, like I'm loath to put wrestling over stuff like this because then it just like falls on its face again. Like wrestling gay panic stuff has disappeared. Yeah. I found this jarring. I, like, I, w- I never saw this line coming. I was like, what the frig have you done that for? Yeah. Because they ruined what was a really good bit of yeah, it. Yeah, they had a good bit afterwards, but it was, I was still thinking about what yeah. was like afterwards. Bron's like, oh, no need to shoot all that down. You're a bit of an, bit of an arsehole, you are. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're the arsehole. Kelly, who do you think you are? And she's like, I'm a journalist. I kind of want to stay out of this you know, journalistic integrity. And she goes, but if I take my journalistic head off, you're both a-holes. For God's sake. There's a live show entrance sorted. Oh, we're coming to Philadelphia on the Sunday of WrestleMania. Plenty of time to get to night two of WrestleMania, of course. We are the meat in the WrestleMania sandwich. Uh, join us for that. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. The meat and the cheesesteak. I cannot wait neither. to have a cheesesteak. Yes. I'm going to like be a total arsehole, trip advisor, like cross-reference various aggregators and find out which is the best in the area. And I might have one every day. What it's, was the one we had, Nicholas? It was in LA, so it doesn't count. Jersey Mike's. It, it was. doesn't count. We had this, this discussion in Vegas a month after you were in LA. We're like, can't do it. It's not. It's not a real one. No, I had so one. Like, I had one, but, but only because it was a like a fast foodie joint that yeah. specialised in like slow cooked beef dishes. Oh, that was right. It was a beef like an actual beef joint, wasn't it? There were yeah. yeah. But nah, I need to go to Philly for this. Yeah, I have one every single day. There'll be like lunch and takes. There'll be so much. There's a segment it. in the middle of the uh, truly awful slash excellent King of the Ring 1995, where Bob Backlund is running for president, and and I remember watching this, and he's holding a Philadelphia cheese steak so close to the camera and saying, "This is what the city brother loves. This disgusting fat." Slobby food, this sort of thing, and it's like, I'm looking at this, I'll be like, here, 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 it's been that many years in the making. I cannot wait. 
29 years. <laughs> I've been watching that show annually and getting looking forward to this. <laughs> so annually kiss my ass. No, it's like it's my foot match. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're both a-holes, says Kelly. Uh, and Coleman says, we're not being the wolf dogs. Ron's like, all right. Uh, wild boars. Coleman says, you should be ashamed of yourself and leave. It's time to play the game! We each have 10 seconds on the spot to think of a better name for this tag team than the Wolf Dogs. Does not have to start immediately, and we let the um, followers on X or the YouTube comment section decide who wins. Well, I mean, there's not one Wolf Dogs is good, but <laughs> you've got 10 <laughs> seconds. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Starting now. Uh, XL Bullies. Ooh. And there'll be Topical. a campaign for people to ban them, like all dogs should be. Wilborn, you have 10 seconds. Baldy and the Bron to the tune of Pinky and the Brain, please. Cedric, you have 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't really think of one. <laughs> Oh, I suppose it's going off. I can't think. I think XL bullies. Well, wolf like wolf dogs. Wolf dogs is the best. But that's they're going to lose, and then Baron's going to. This is why I think they're going to lose. Baron's going to turn on Bron, and then that's the standard. It should be a team. This is the most I've ever liked Baron Corbin ever. Horrific. Like, yeah, prehistoric homophobia, notwithstanding. Yes. The actual chemistry and the interplay between these two genuinely is the most I think Baron's been good, and I think Bron needs something yeah. like this. I think I think I watched this, and I thought, Bron's going to do the stuff they do on the main roster. He's going to be a megastar. Like, he already, already Bron was Bron Corbin. There you go. Over to you. Mine doesn't count because I did not get in the 10-second limit. This will turn the baby face. So. Yes. Fairly quickly as well. And then the joke dies. Trick Mello better win the Dusty Cup because otherwise I might be rooting for the, the, the family to lose the tag titles. For these two. I love them. Oh, they would kill the family as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Dusty Cup, the other quarterfinal came next. <coughs> yeah. I, th- I thought the alarm was going to go off. Really? Yeah. It's sense. not. It's not. I just got a sense. You're like the sense. pocket. The pocket. Text yeah. It's, I know it was on. a pocket adjustment. Oh. And I thought, oh my god, is that going off? But it's not. It's not. My, my phone just moved. <laughs> uh, Chase U versus the LWO um, Duke Hudson and Riley Osborne obviously representing Chase U Andre Chase was out there with them taking on Wacking Wild and Cruz del Toro um, Hudson closed and both out to the close lines and both out to the floor Osborne hit a huge dive to take us to a break early on we come back um, Osborne hits a flip dive onto both of them for a bit of a breather and they do the hot tag the greatest hot tag in wrestling right now Duke Hudson he cleans house Del Toro manages to fight back and hit a poison rana Hudson thought he had a cover but he didn't see the blind tag Wild does a dive that takes out Osborne Wild also then does a dive through the ropes and hits a tornado DDT to uh, Duke Hudson on the floor Whacking Wild gets holy sh- chance, quite rightly. What a performance he's been putting in in recent weeks in NXT. Um, in the finish, Wild springboard moonsault on Hul- Hudson, tags in Del Toro, Phoenix Splash, one, two, three. LW adv- advanced to the semi-finals, and Mr. Chase, as I mentioned earlier, says, JC is their only hope. This was a better spot fest than the rest of the show. Probably the best match on the show, this. 
comfortably, really. And it was still like a spot fest. It was still the kind of soulless execution of take turns and doing moves to each other. No proper narrative through line, really. I'm just so, I'm just so bored. I'm so, and the thing is, I know we have our fun with the law. um, This happens, like, so often every single week on the show that I'm banning ironic appreciation of it, Wilbur. What do you think of that? I disagree. And uh, what was the Surrender Cobra? So a lot of Chase You Surrender Cobras after this. That's it, yeah. I'm sort of with Sidgwick on the matter. with empty calories stuff. This podcast in about a month. (laughs) (laughs) One of the big problems of this match is that you couldn't really do either Duke Hudson's hot tag or Riley Osborne becoming this babyface. It's actually pretty exciting because they were wrestling exciting babyfaces. It wasn't great matchmaking. But what it did give you was the opportunity, which I like, to root for the LWO to win because I wanted that match. I wanted Chase U to lose. I wanted to see Chase U continue to have to face the consequence of all that. The wrestling so often gets in the way. (laughs) And I'm not even saying that facetiously, and I know sometimes I want the nonsense and the gaga more than I want the wrestling, but like it does get in the way. If this was a wrestling match for wrestling's sake, it wouldn't have been booked because it didn't remotely play to what Chase U were good at in terms of actual crowd manipulation. They they couldn't really do anything of what they offer other than spots, Mm. because what they offer is quite exciting, fiery babyface work, and they're in there with better, fiery babyfaces. Yeah. Fucking wild, just star of NXT for this He's year. He's unbelievable yeah. as a talent. He's like, like, probably one of the most underrated in the entire yeah. world. Fair play to him as well, because I sense that there's an element with both of them, actually, that they they were concerned about a possible demotion with the Santos mm-hmm. heel turn, and then the, what felt like it was going to be this obvious like-for-like switch on NXT, and they're like, no, we're not having that. We'll just be class everywhere. Yeah. Um, another contender for the Battle Royal is seen looking a little bit nervous backstage. I'm talking about Adriana Rizzo, a.k.a. the Riz. Uh, but Tony and Stax walk up. Tony says, Oh! Yo, Riz, what's the matter? I ain't never seen you like this before. And Riz is like, I'm excited! For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for tonight, but I'm nervous. My voice matches. No more contender Battle Royal. Stax is like, Yo, Adriana, the Riz always takes care of Biz. That rhymes, Dax. That's the second time he's done that. It's a catchphrase. Um, It's a cash phrase. Tony says, Oh, this is nothing like you ain't ever handled before. Remember that time Susie Q was giving you a hard time? What'd you do? Boom! They love their exposition nostalgia. They absolutely love it. She punched Susie Quattro in the face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knocked her out. Uh, Stax says, You gotta let that in like Iron Mike. Susie was snoozing. It's like, it's, it's, it's sh- Stax is like the genius, isn't he? Like no, Stax is an idiot, and they're all idiots on this. Lanny Boffo with other similar attributes. I mean, I probably shouldn't, you know. Yeah, I was going to be careful, yeah. yeah. God, imagine if he added poetry to his uh, stand-up routine, Sidge, and Wilborn. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Riz says, uh, it's because she designed it. <laughs> Tony says, uh, Oh, how about that time the books came in a little light and you had to show Spadini how the family does it? What do you do? Boom! You know, the ultimate irony of this terrible Sopranos knockoff uh-huh. is that there's an episode of The Sopranos entitled Remember When? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they say it's when the, the, the main 
uh, the family is really starting to creak, and Tony Soprano is really sort of entering as I cannot be asked with the life, uh, the disgust and the loathing that comes with the sociopathy, and like Paulie Walnuts, that episode is the target. He unleashes the self-loathing at him because Paulie Walnuts keeps saying, hey, Tony, remember when, remember when? And then he just says, remember when's the lowest form of conversation. I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of the life. Of... And then the brain genius is at NXT. You go, right, okay, we're going to do the Sopranos thing, right? And what we're going to do is, right, we're going to make our entire thing being sort of wistful. <laughs> <laughs> our gimmick, even though it's the one thing the Sopranos Unless right, that's the only episode they've ever seen. I, this is okay. Yeah. Okay, yes. I just love that it, it was it was the perfect family segment ultimately from like took me back to the <laughs> Perfect ver- well, yeah. hang on. It took me back to the very first time we met Stax. Stop. Right. It took me back to the very first team. The very first time we met Stax and we're all just in disbelief at like you're in the mafia you're in the shoot mafia yeah. and you were and you're coming to Tuesday night to wrestle on NXT. Mm-hmm. This doesn't work, right? And Riz is I'm really nervous about Battle Royal and they don't have a single like in-ring reference point, like yeah. well, you know what you've been learning in practice. You know when you had that match on level up, and none of that stuff. Just imagined <laughs> mafia exposition. <laughs> like that's what needs the. Pre- it's it's right back in the roots of the Tony D character. He didn't even try to tie it to wrestling. Like uh, I've been like uh, no, I've been I've been a hit in waste management. So I'm gonna bring my skills to NXT. You gotta say that, Tony. Don't, yeah. these things don't marry up. And the same thing. You here. shouldn't be saying that. I'll take a little bit off the top. Don't say that, Tony. <laughs> yeah. You know what's gonna help you in this battle it's royal? A felony. The writers' room. Well, what else could happen in the past? Hold it right there. Ideas, balls, <laughs> Sopranos character names, food. <laughs> well, it's called Adriana, and they do remember when earnestly. Like this is pathetic. It's not over. Huh? NXT. I like HBO. Do you agree or? I I thought this was. Cinema. Uh, Tony says, oh, even better. How about that time all three Colucci sisters were giving you a hard time? What Shut do you, up. What do you do? One at a time, Big Bang, boom. Knock them out. Stack's like, oh, cool. Like the Dolphins at KC the other night. Topical reference. Yes. Hasn't she also just entered the lives? Or was the implication being that she's, well, obviously now we know they've she's been there into, forever. Yeah, they've brought her into NXT in recent yeah. weeks. Is that what the deal is? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, I think that's, because they need to sort out the Chase U thing. Like, who can we get to sort this out of the Riz? She always handles business. So. <laughs> <laughs> you feel silly now, don't you, Sige? <laughs> um, Riz says, Carlo, she deserved it too. What's your point, Tom? Tom says, Oh, the police! Oh, the match tonight. They deserve it. So give it to them, huh? Riz says, All right, then. The bodies are going to be flying, just like on the bridge. Tom goes, Oh, easy. Easy, all right? Yeah, easy. Not literally, Riz. Stax is back to business, head in the game. You've been there for 10 seconds. Give me one right now. You've been there for 10 seconds, am I right? Am I right? Riz sort of... Uh, sucks. Like, Riz... I was, well, I didn't think this when I was watching the promo, but, like, on reflection, uh, Riz sort of sounds a lot like uh, two times. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like, it's almost like there's only three voices. <laughs> Which doesn't feel representative, if you ask me. Yeah. Of a, of a nation of people, but, you know. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah, and then she uh, hit uh, Stax's hand. Boom. Go back to go back to commentary. Um, yeah, Soprano's movie. Any good? Never and the many scenes of New York. Never watched it, because I just, uh, one, I saw the young Tony in trailers and thought, no. Okay. Sadly, because it was his shoot son, wasn't it? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I read the reviews and I was like, no. Nah. You say it, Nicholas. I mean, it's, uh, it's no need to. Right. Okay. It's not terrible. It's just 
Yeah. I hate to see uh, that. I didn't read good reviews, and I doesn't sound like doesn't sound like your sort of thing. That no, little boy. My, my kind of <laughs> you want to go? Uh, you want to? You want a good TV to film adaptation? Entourage. True to the source material. Oh, shut up, man! Uh, right. Anyway, moving on. Oh, actually, I've just remembered. What, what time is what? it? What oh, now? Well, with the Philadelphia show. Yeah, you know, I need, they need my help um, getting the uh, website ready for Friday for when the tickets go on sale. Should you get someone like Phil and Nicholas who are more uh, technically minded than you are? Nicholas is obviously busy doing this right what now. What about Phil? He's Phil just texted me. He said, "Can you just give me a hand holding this wire?" So I'm just going to go and give him a quick hand with it. You upload websites physically. <laughs> Um, <laughs> plug them in. I'll be, I'll be right back. <laughs> That's literally we have the internet on computers now. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm not sure about this one. I think, I think uh, Phil must be winding you up. I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll find out. I think he's having a little bit of a joke. Well, I'll go and find out. But he knows we're recording. He yeah, knows we're he, recording. He's a prankster, that guy. He's always pulling yeah, a so prank. Yes, don't believe the prank and just stay here for the podcast. Phil needs a hand sticking up the posters on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is pathetic. This is absolutely pathetic. What's he? Is he just using this for a skive? Like this? I'm, I'm increasing. I'm becoming. You know what? It, you know what it is. Actually, no. We just got a new delivery. I was thinking he Starbucks got a new coffee machine here at What Culture. It's incredibly exciting. But like those pods are running down. So I thought maybe he's getting a sneaky cup. And that's what's been happening the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Because these excuses. <laughs> Yes! How's it going, guys? So, I mean, so stop talking now. <laughs> we do that sometimes. Yeah. Hey, what are you making for NXT? I thought it was a fantastic show with some great matches. No, no such thing as the goddamn spot fest inside. Huh? What do you make of it? Oh, I don't know, Stacks. Back in business, Stacks. Uh, but I, I, almost, I almost didn't make it to the show today, I gotta be honest. All that, uh, all that snow, not sure if you've seen this, you heard about this, it was a little bit, it's very chilly out there, very snowy over in the States, but uh, thankfully the Vaughn Court was working perfectly. But Sage, what's the deal with snow? Huh? Snow um, is created when tiny ice crystals stick together in clouds and drop out in the form of precipitation. You have know, old wives' tale stacks of, uh, oh, too cold to snow, and you think that makes no sense. What about the Arctic? Well, <laughs> maybe there's a little bit of truth in that because bigger crystals then become bigger snowflakes um, in moist temperatures that hover around uh, zero degrees. So that's a deal with snow. It's fun. Fun times can be had when it snows. I took the kids sledging uh, when it snowed before Ooh. Christmas. Obviously, you can have snowball fights. You can make snowmen. It's very picturesque at Christmas. Um, I'm generally a fan of snow. Oh, I'm a big fan of snow myself. You're right, guys. Let's hear it for I snow. I think so is your booker. Hi, uh... <laughs> <laughs> His booker. <laughs> People in glass goddamn houses. Uh, <laughs> I, I like snow myself. Let's hear it for snow after all, guys. I mean, it's the only time that four inches can keep warming in the bed all day, huh? Uh, so three jokes, three questions for you. Question number one: Why was the uh, why was the snow yellow? It's not it's because not. someone pissed in it. No. Because that would be it's a misdirect. Yeah, it's a misdirect. Why was the snow yellow? It's direct. That was, sound like an XT guy. All right, okay, yeah. Oh, I don't know this. That sucks. Going north for three <sighs> immediately. No clues, Stacks. I know you're, you're trying to be really nice, mm. and I appreciate it. Wait a minute. So. Yellow, as in like, um, like yellow Coward. like cowardice, right? Coward. So like, is there a pun on snow and running so away? Say it from again. Something? Say it again. Why was the snow yellow? Because it was cowardly and melted or something. 
Yeah. We're not going to get sorry. No, no, but yeah. no, no, he's, no he's already given away. And that's, it's fine. It's fine because I don't want to cheat. Yeah. Because it was a coward and it melted away. That's not right. Why was the snow yellow? Because Elsa let it go. Little one for the kids there, huh? Show this to your children. Question joke number two. Hamlet. <laughs> what do you call, picture this, a sunburnt nudist pissing in the snow? Hmm? What do you call a sunburnt nudist pissing in the snow? I mean, I don't know where to start. I don't, like it's it's, it's a nudist naked, nudist naked, sunburned, something red, sort of genitals, a red cag. It does. It does paint a picture of a red cag. So a wicked pisser. Ooh. So a sunburnt. No, I don't know. Nah, I don't, I don't know. know, Stacks. I don't know. know. What do you call a sunburn nudist pissing in the snow? A red hot chili pecker. Question joke number three. <laughs> Sid, what is the difference? There's no sex stuff this time, is there? Between snow and a goyle. Hmm? <laughs> between snow and a goyle. It's something about. He won't be inches again, though. No, he's done that one. He's done that one. Uh. <laughs> He's snow and ah. Now then, Stax does make himself the victim of the joke sometimes, but also he's a misogynist. So yes, Stax is, is a raging misogynist. Like snow disappears, doesn't it? And I often uh, think of when you can tie in disappearing or leaving a situation quickly when it comes to Stax's yeah <laughs> jokes about the opposite sex. Yes, uh, when the. Uh, when the temperature gets too hot, they disappear. As if, like, when the relationship gets a bit tempestuous. They break up. No. It's, it's not, not the punchline, is it? No. What's the setup against Stax, mate? What's the difference between snow and a goyle? Uh, Melting. No, no, no. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I saw your eyes widen there, Sitch. Because I think I've got the key term in the punchline. What do you do with snow when there's too much in the driveway? Uh, get a shovel. You plow it. So I think the word plow is involved here. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Set up again. What's the difference between snow and a goyle? When I plow snow, it actually goes away. So goddamn close. <laughs> I thought Good. it would be. All right. What's the difference between snow and a goyle? <laughs> I know. I, think I was trying to get this brain yeah, away. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. What is going on in what's there? The, what's the difference between snow and a goyle? Snow is harder to plow when it's wet. See you, Lady Gatsby. <laughs> plow. I knew it was plow. You did well, Asich. <laughs> I knew it was plow, man. Where's Wilborn? Stacks or pie? Pie stacks. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I couldn't remember if he. Usually he comes oh, back. Oh, it's that. because I want to hear what the frig you're actually doing. He was, no... was just joking. He's, oh, he's just joking. Whatculture.com tickets working absolutely fine. Right. Uh, Watch.com forward slash tickets. Sorry. And you up. should then enter this website. The physical realm <laughs> of this website. <laughs> go into Billboard has created. Go into the shop that is this website. Yeah. Um, miss anything? Miss much? Uh, stacks. Stacks. Oh, you, yeah. Again. Some weather stuff. Uh. I've got a tight five on weather. 
any, uh, any poetry or anything? No. So maybe at the moment he's saving that for television mm. and he's not yet bringing it to the podcast. But who knows? You do. Um, <laughs> we go back to commentary following... Uh, are you, did you get any further, sorry, after the, the Chase U match? We didn't know. Oh, okay. Um, we go back to commentary and uh, not only have we got uh, Vic Joseph... <laughs> And Booker T, of course. But now Joe Gacy's joined the team. He's an announcer with an old jacket on. And he's talking about the big main event coming up. And Vic and Booker are weirded out by all this. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, same. What is this? But as always with WWE, if you let it play out, it all made sense in the end. Um, moving What's on. What's our Joe Gacy thing this week? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I don't want to get too arrogant here, Okay. But I, it's a very popular podcast. Thank you to everyone who, who watches, who listens, who supports. It really means a lot to us. And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we often say sometimes it feels like they're listening to us. Mm-hmm. And literally mere hours after we launched our new feature, which is, of course... Hey, Dijak, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. Wagner Watch. Come Tuesday... <laughs> Wagner watch. <laughs> Guess he's back on the show. Vaughn Wagner. It was not my back, it was my front. <laughs> so um Vaughn's in the back, he's with his manager, whose name completely escapes me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robert Stone. Uh and he's asking Vaughn about his New Year's resolution, but Vaughn doesn't do that, it's for dorks. <laughs> <laughs> in comes uh, Noam Dar and Oromensa, Noam Dar carrying in the Heritage Cup, and Vaughn's like, what's that trophy you're carrying there? And Noam's like, it's not a trophy, it's my Heritage Cup. And uh, Vaughn says, that's weird, because I've got a cup too, but it's for his cock. It's his cock cup, which he puts in the Heritage Cup. <laughs> that's what we do. That is not a cup. <laughs> this is a cup. <laughs> so... <laughs> We've affected change. <laughs> we brought it back and they're running with it. Like, dickheads on that podcast onto something. <laughs> <laughs> so Vaughn's like, oh, fancy a shot of that Heritage Cup, you know, no. He's like, no chance. It's complicated. There's rules, regulations. He's like, I, I know, I get it. I've He's Scottish, so where are your manners? I have to, I'll show you. It's complicated. You know, there are regulations, this kind of thing. Um, and Vaughn's like, I understand. <laughs> if I pin you, do I win the cup? Uh, and uh, Norm says, no! It's six, three minutes! And he says, oh, do I only have three minutes to beat you? And uh, Norm's like, no! It's six times three! <laughs> and Sounds like a CBB's bedtime <laughs> story! <laughs> it's it's six, six times three! And Vaughn goes... 18. <laughs> That's math and wrestling. Tough stuff. Noam, sa- <laughs> Noam says, ain't tough stuff. And, uh, but Vaughn's like, just clarify though, if I pin you, I'm in the cup. And uh, Noam's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it's the best 283 falls. You'd have to beat the champ not once, but twice. Uh, Vaughn goes, oh. Two times three. Now I got it. I need a six count. Or sex as you say it. (laughs) 
And he says, it could be tough. Can I bring a calculator? No, I'm saying, no! <laughs> Take it. I'm done. I'm melting my wee brain. He leaves. And sounds like he got it now then. <laughs> and Vaughn's like, yep. I got an A for algebra, baby. <laughs> uh, and he says, how about Von Wagner gets gold in 2024? And Robert Stone loves that as a resolution. So do I. So do I. I mean, in the tide of back of the resolution stuff at the start. Honestly. This was storytelling. I'm not being facetious. <laughs> you look, he's like, NAC, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. Von Wagner shows up. Uh, it's, it's Hang on, great stuff. Uh, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. Von Wagner shows up. Hey, 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 hey. You are right. No, I'm Dar. What's the opposite of yes? <laughs> and you! Notes on this. Perfect. And the teaser <laughs> Bond getting gold in 2024. We're nearly the main event. This is like the longest well, podcast we've ever done in our all career. Of, all of us going like, this Heritage Cup is terrible. Like, and then later on in the same podcast, Von Wagner's great. And NXT have thought, yep, fix it. Yeah. Send in Von. Yep, 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 yep. Then it's time for Dijak versus uh, Trey Bearhill. Jesus Christ, it sucked. That's my that's my analysis. I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it short. So Dijak mainly dominated here, um, but at one point Joe Gacy, who I, you may remember I mentioned, was on commentary. You're like, why is he out there? Well, um, as Dijak spills to the outside with Trey and starts berating the announced team, the referee's busy himself checking Trey's all right, and uh, Joe Gacy headbutts Dijak. <laughs> uh, that allows Trey Bearhill to make a comeback, but uh, Dijak hits him with a big kick, a big boot. One, two, three. Gacy jumps Dijak after the match. They brawled. Um, but obviously Bearhill's still down, and Lexus King slides in, hits a swinging neckbreaker and slaps his face a bit, yells at him. Nothing, not a single thing to say about the match. I uh, really like this guy, the freak section of NXT. <laughs> like, Trey Bearhill, freaking Lexus King, Joe Gacy's a commentator, and Dijak's here too. Yep. Like this gang of weirdos. Keep them together. Keep them together. Super group. Um, Main event time? No, um... Briggs is backstage. He's not got his mate there, of course. Yeah. So there's no, none of that. Yeah, because they've gone their separate ways. And if you must go, <laughs> I give you love. Um, up walks JBL. What the hell are you doing here? And uh, he played kind of like the wise man in the hmm. movies. Yeah. Who kind of talks in riddles. But one day you'll get it, kid. Mop the ash <laughs> from Threat Level Midnight. <laughs> Mystic. Jim, Mr. John, yes, he yeah. always walks through the APA door. Yeah, and he just pops up next to you. It's um, like arcane dialogue, and he's speaking in riddles. What the hell was this crap? I get ass. what you're saying. <laughs> Soap him up in the shower, like a metaphor or something, JBL. No. <laughs> Briggs asks for some advice. Yeah, and JBL says the win was great, but it, uh, what you're looking for isn't there. Um, do you know why I picked you for the Iron Survivor qualifiers? Because you're incredible. You remind me and me. Uh, but you know, I need to find out who you are in here. Uh, show NXT, show WWE who you are. He talks about becoming JBL as well and all this. I don't know if they like, reframed the APA bit. So JBL just delivers this like massive, profound sermon. And walks away and then the camera cuts and it's Ron Simmons, but he's going, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Briggs is... <laughs> Was that JBL? Briggs is going under JBL's wing, or is going to become a, a JBL knockoff? I don't I know. T- t- I you won't be a knockoff because the idea is no. You need. You're yeah. not like me. 
Which you discover what, what is your thing. Yeah. Yes, that's what JBL was saying. JBL on Shawn Michaels' payroll after all these years. Yeah. LTST. Uh, 2009. Now a quarter catch crew are grumpy because they lost. Yep. Um, Trick walks up to Mello in the back, apologizes to him. Like, he's excited, obviously, about getting time. He's kind of stepped on everything they've got going. Mello's like, like, I get it. Trick's like, I've got it. Solution. We finish what we started at Vengeance Day, win the, the Dusty Cup, and then I go on to win the title in the main event. And I was like, you sure? He's like, yep. Um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We have to get through the LWO first. Uh, and Trick's like, we've got our eyes on the prize. Uh, I could be the first person to ever hold the NXT Championship and the NXT Tag Team Championship. Mello, all of a sudden, doesn't know how he feels about all this. It's great stuff. Yeah, I mean, he, he attacked him months ago, and they're going to have a match at WrestleMania weekend. But they've done a good job of it. I hope he didn't attack him. He did. I hope he just set it up. He almost certainly did. Mm. I'm with Sid <laughs> on this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we get the main event. Oh, God. You said, say main event time. Well, it, well it's, sort of, it's a sort of two-parter because it's not really the main event because you've got the battle royal that then becomes a fatal Let's talk about it in one. Okay. Um, 20 women, uh, number one contenders, battle royal. In it... Kiana James, Izzy, um, Dame, Brian, Brindley Reese, Kalani Jordan, Roxanne Perez, Ariana Grace, Carmen Petrovich, Lola Vice, Electra Lopez, Jakara Jackson, Lash Legend, Ren Sinclair, who replaced Cora Jade. Awful news. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? I really was about to slip. I was really about to slip. I was trying to use the wall to scratch my back, and it almost went horribly, <laughs> horribly wrong. It's the wall, brother. <laughs> oh, I thought that slipped, man. <laughs> Ren Sinclair's in the match because of Cora Jade, who unfortunately has got that awful uh, ACL to get well soon. I think she's going to be out for like a year or something. Oh. Uh, also in the match, Fallon Henley, uh, The Riz, uh, Thea Hale, Blair Davenport, Gigi Dolene, Jada Parker, Stevie Turner, and Tatum Paxley. Um, to start with The Riz and... Um, not recapping the whole thing, are you? Hmm? I've run through beat for beat every elimination, obviously. Um, the Riz and uh, Jada Parker spill out to the floor because of their histories with OTM and the family. Uh, Gigi Dolene eliminates Jakara Jackson. Lash Legend. Uh, oh, yeah, Riz and Parker have got back in, I think, at this point. She eliminates both of them. Kalani Jordan does a sort of uh, Naomi Kofi spot of not getting eliminated, getting eliminated, but not getting eliminated. Uh, was it Michael from the break as well, wasn't it? Well, it which the spot li- led to the, the break. The, the really yeah. good thing in the match, the one good thing in the match. Yes. Um, was it Shawn Michaels, this is an emulation of? Well, no, it's just... I saw people compare it to the Rumble. 95. Yeah, oh, yeah, I suppose so. Like, no, it's the, uh, Shawn Michaels has obviously done it, but they've used it before where any... Uh, suddenly get eliminated, but like, as soon as you, it, they've done it with Casey Catanzaro in recent years. Somebody finds a new and inventive way to mm. escape elimination of Battle Royal. Use it. That's great. Yeah, Kalani holds onto the top rope. That was the, rum, that was the Michaels spot. Got knocked off the apron, but landed via someone. I do apologize. I've forgotten who it was. Onto the announce desk with a sort of crossbody. Nearly dropped her. Yeah. And oh, yeah, don't want to spoil, but like could have been pretty disastrous for the booking if they had. And she's stranded on the desk as we cut to a commercial. And when we come back, she's already in the ring. As Sitch said, she did the <laughs> walk into the barricade and jumping onto the steps. Um, Turner gets eliminated. Reese follows. Lola Vice, um, in, involved in those eliminations, suddenly then betrays her own partner. Electra Lopez throws her out. But in celebrating that... She loses focus, and Tatum Paxley throws her out, and then Vice and Lopez split as a team and brawl with each other to the back. Zero to hundred, isn't it? Like they're not yeah. even, there's no sort of ambiguity there. Just throwing hands yeah. straight away in the aisle. Yeah, that lasted what four weeks? Good. Uh, Carmen Petrovich gets rid of Blair Davenport, but Davenport pulls her out of the ring. Uh, Nisa KOs her basically, rolls her back in. She's just 
a body in the ring at this point. And Ariana Grace seizes her opportunity, throws her out, and celebrates like she's won the whole thing. In doing so, Thea Hale chucks her out. Uh, when we come back from a break, Thea Hale's cleaning house, but she gets cut off and eliminated by Dame. Legend of Dame collide, Izzy Dame this is, uh, for a double knockdown. Izzy Dame gets chucked out. Um, Sinclair manages to get rid of Lash Legend, but then Kiana James throws her out, which means we are down to Kiana James, Roxanne Perez, Kalani Jordan, and Fallon Henley uh, as the final four, which now becomes a fatal four-way, of course. Um, again, uh, Kalani Jordan gets a bit of a bit of shine here. Asai Moonsault. Um, James then hit her with a flatliner finisher, but Jordan, in, in realizing what's happened, rolls out of the ring before Keanu James could pin her. Uh, James counters Pop Rocks. Perez and James team superplex, but Perez manages to get it into a super Frankensteiner. The finish sees Kalani Jordan running wild, going for the split-legged moonsault, but Izzy Dane pulls Keanu James out of the way, so Jordan just sort of crashes and burns. Perez hits Pop Rocks on Kalani Jordan. One, two, three. Roxanne Perez is your number one contender, and Lyra Valkyria comes out post-match to stare her down. So Kiana James looks sharp. Yeah. Um, surprise winner as well. Like, they're going with their best match in that entire roster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. I would yeah. say, like, in that entire roster at the moment, that's the best thing they could book, and they're going with it right now. So I don't expect Roxanne Perez to win, and I think this might be the heel turn or the exit. I think it's it has to be one or the other. They're mm -hmm. either turning because of these things that have gone wrong, or she's going to lose to try and put over. Like I know she's already over; she's a world champion. But put over bird person and then leave NXT and fly off herself. Yes, to indeed. Raw or SmackDown. I uh, kind James looks sharp. Uh, there's a NXT battle royal full of angles, mm. full of angles. So many stories interweaving. I thought it was just you couldn't take your eyes off it for a second. Hell of an ending to a show that was just top to bottom. Go it. Let us know your thoughts uh, on NXT. NXT. At what culture WWE. You guys, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... I'm Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Follow our brilliant producer at It's Adam Nicholas. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, of course, the Dynamite preview is available right now. But for now, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to Hamlet, to Sidge, to Nicholas, to Stax. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.